Uh, fuck you, how long am I gonna cut that out? <laughs> I don't know, man. Just cut it out. <laughs> now I respond all of my messages with Yaid. <laughs> yeah, and then he winks and then licks his lips at the camera. What we're speaking right now is terrestrial English. Oh, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> we're just gonna try to uh, do a few cook fights just like to get the juices flowing. We could potentially see a World Cup being played across the world, which would be the sickest thing. We just wanna... Yeah. Talk shit about everything we love. Orgy of sports, music, science, history, and uh, possible hints of swearing. Hello, hello, hello everybody. This is our sixth episode of Decades. And today, uh, we're just going to talk about something that's uh, quite interesting for us. This is uh, probably in the decades of... The 2000s, we are still going by the theme of decades, right, John? It, 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 it's, um, it's, it's getting a bit confused, but we'll go along with it until we complete it out uh, first. Yeah, our first 10 episodes, and then, and then we'll, see, that's and then we'll see what to go from there. But in the meantime, in the first... Rebrand or, you know, who knows. Yeah, but if you, it seems like the people listening so far have been interested. And I guess something that's quite... Uh, quite something that blew up in the 2000s would be a lot of these tech companies after the the what do you call it the ww the dot com bubble the dot com bust the dot com yeah. bubble after the late 1990s and then and then these tech companies started rising up and something that occurred with yep. the pandemic uh, last year i don't know about you john but I'd like to hear your thoughts i i started to subscribe to netflix again um, before that, I, I, I didn't really, but then during the pandemic and a lot of these shows started coming up and I wanted to learn a bit of Spanish, so I started watching Money Heist. And then once I started money, watching Money Heist, I started watching Narcos, and then and then so on, so on. And so, how about you, then, John? Um, what, what's something changed that um, during the pandemic did you realize? No, yeah, like um, I was just checking like my stats on like how many hours I spend on what app, right? Like uh, I have a tracker on my browser, I think. And and Netflix is like I think like a thirty something percent increase from uh last year even so this year even it's increased even more from twenty twenty so I don't know how much it increased from twenty nineteen for example right because it's always out the house nowadays I'm just like while working if I want to fill up the empty noise I just kind of play it in the background they have their like I I don't know how mm. much content um what thirty thousand films and shows or something like that I don't know but um. Yeah, there's Netflix, always something right? to watch. The F1 docu series, the uh, Michael Jordan's. There's actually yeah, all these, all these, all these Netflix all these originals. originals. Um, what was the one that you really enjoyed, but I didn't really enjoy? Um, the Last Dance, the last yeah, dance. fucking amazing. I think we were gonna do an episode. The Last on that, Dance um, and uh, but I never, Drive I, to Survive. I'm sick of it. <laughs> the the F1 one as well, Drive to Survive. Oh, so, so good. And I mean, yeah, all yeah, the drama yeah, ones one like too. Money Heist and. Yeah, it's kind of creating a bit of a uh, bingey culture, huh? Mm, yeah. Because, yeah. So I think that that's the, if you haven't guessed already, that's the topic of this episode. Um, the disruption of big tech and how it started in the two, early 2000s. Netflix initially wasn't a typical big tech company. They rented out CDs or, or DVDs um, for their movies. And I guess the early 2010s and then the and then this decade now, they've started to blow up. And 
that's what we wanted to discuss today. Some bit of the the binge watching, or or whether the question of whether Netflix is truly a um, disruption to the media industry, or is it just a simple platform change? You know how they just changed. From, it's just us instead of watching TV now. It's just again we're still watching stuff on on our devices, on our screens, but it's just another way of yeah, watching. Yeah, and 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 that's what and we're going to discuss Are all of these uh, tech disruptions? good for uh, the consumer and the industry because like we'll discuss even though you can have a better product and what users want more it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean it's it's good for them and i think that's one thing that we'll try to uh, try to uh, discuss today yeah okay so as we always do we're just gonna start off with some exciting quick fires just to you know get you into it get you to understand the picture a bit so John, yes, sir. Um, you said you were binging yes, this last year and a bit. Do you know what is the longest time spent binge watching television? By one person. Yes, by one person. I, I, I don't know. I don't really? know. What do you call those really yeah. That's a bit. That's a bit. <laughs> or like one count? of those group settings, you know, <laughs> like oh, the longest streaming. Hmm. And also, this this is a recorded. Recorded longest time, so I don't know. Some some guy could be in Alaska in a hut watching. So I'm guessing. I'm Game guessing Thrones, he the whole marathon. I'm guessing he's allowed to obviously take like um, toilet and food breaks or like I don't know watch while he does the, whatever. Yeah, right? So yeah, I feel yeah. like. But I, but I I don't think sleep is in, I don't think sleep is um what do you call it? sleep? Is oh included. so oh right that's true. Oh, fuck. I okay, think this okay. is like. This is this is as long as he can watch for. So right. maybe the longest break. I'm just gonna say like maybe five minutes. You know. All like, right. Then I'm gonna. Get, get I'm a gonna go with five days, a hundred and twenty hours. You're very very close. You're very close. It's just under a hundred hours. So ninety four. Oh hours. shit! I thought I went. That is still nice. Intensive. Okay. So so it was th- over the course of five days. So he began on Friday. And then he ended on Tuesday. Oh shit, Jesus! Yeah. Oh, and 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 very interesting. This guy from Brooklyn. He's a 25 year old Brooklyn man. He he beat the Guinness World Record. And how I joked earlier, the guy in Alaska watching Game of Thrones. This guy did watch back to back episodes of Game of Thrones, Battlestar Galactica, Twilight Zone, Bob's Burgers, and Adventure Time. Damn. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Interesting. What a crazy. What a. Yeah. Just and. Like, all right, let, but, let me. But you, you, you're quite correct because I think the longest time that someone could spend, um, what, like uh, the sleep deprivation was 11 days or yep. something. You can, you can actually. Yeah, that was above seven days. I've, I've heard. Yeah. For for what? For sleep for for not, not having any sleep or something like that. So that's. Oh yeah. All right. But anyhow, that's still very impressive. I don't think. I don't know. Like, is it, at that point, does it become enjoyable? Do you really want to just keep? Anyhow. All right. Let me. Let me. So, let me, so uh... asking asking our listeners, what is the have a self reflection? What is the longest time you spent been watching television? You know. So that's that's my quick fire question. What? How many mm, hours? Okay. How many years did we collectively watch Netflix in 2020? As 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 as, oh, as, that's... as a world. Oh, that's. You know, that's hard, man. That's hard. Like, especially you know, like you, you know, the YouTube. Um, in order to qualify for the what do you call the 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 ad ad revenue thing, you need like four thousand hours, and it's so hard to comprehend what that means. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, jeez. How, how would you even I, um, macro scale this? This seems like a, what do you call it? Like a consulting program? A consulting question? It, it kind of is, yeah. Let you just, to, you just gotta, to get some... you gotta be like, oh, how many people in what, blah, 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 blah. But we don't have time for that. So I'm just gonna okay, say so... it's in, it's in, <laughs> it's in the tens of thousands. So it's, it's, it's not as high as I expected because I saw a stat on social media on like, uh, social media mm. usage and that was like yeah. insane number of years but yeah this is in the ten- oh, oh yeah th- this is in the tens of thousands so but social media adds up right like you could be on the bus and then you can scroll a bit that's oh like yeah bit, oh yeah so that's so that's, would, that's i don't that's know the, uh, people watch their netflix right yeah that's that's the uh that's the difference right mm. usually people okay, sit so, down so in the tens thousands. of thousands right yeah. okay so so I guess this is going to the root of that problem. If I were to solve that problem, my question to you, John, is the average Netflix user since opening their account will watch how many hours worth of Netflix? How many hours? How many days? In? In, uh... Oh, right. The average... Since opening their account. Oh, I mean, depends when you open the account, right? Like... No, no, no. This is average. Come on. Of course it depends. I'm just gonna say the average since oh, come on, that's years, bro. Um, no, no, a hundred. Uh, no, wait, a hundred. No, fuck it. Think, think to 50, your, your calculation of tens, tens of thousands. Right? Fifty thousand. That seems a what? lot. The average person. That seems a lot. All right, I'm gonna go. Fifty thousand. I'm gonna go ten thousand. But your answer was ten of thousands for the for the whole of 2020. No. The whole of 2020 is 24,000. Yeah. So how can one average Netflix user be? Watching, bruh, the average Netflix user since opening their account. When was Netflix made? When were accounts made? You could have started in 2012. That would have been eight years. <laughs> but but then that's compensated by people who just opened their account, right? Yeah, but Netflix has been around for a while. And I think there's power users. Okay, so I'm just whatever. gonna go. I'm gonna go ten thousand. No, you're too crazy. The average one, according to this website, is 49 days, which is 1,130 hours. Nah. See, that's not that bad. Yeah, because I guess some people just, just like, I think you have to think about the dormant accounts, right? Because sometimes people yeah, open their yeah, account and true. then, like, I don't know, it was maybe they just watch one show. They watch Kim's Convenience yeah, and, then and I'm they not, don't watch and, anything and, else, right? and those people aren't very interesting to us right now. Like, it's it's the, the power users are the ones I want to see. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, like. But then, that's the psychology but then I think of it's binge. also complicated because of these other streaming services, right? Including Disney Plus and HBO. If you want now, to Game of now Thrones. it now yeah now it's um now the market share has mm, dropped quite yeah. substantially, right? So okay, one last one, John. Give me one. All right. How many shows did Netflix produce in 2019? Ah, okay. I read this somewhere. I read this somewhere. I think I think it's under 500. 326. Oh shit. Pretty damn close. That's a good guess. <laughs> it's a uh, three hundred and seventy-one, which in twenty nineteen was fifty percent more than twenty eighteen, and in twenty nineteen was more than in the entire movie industry produced in two thousand and five. So one, this one studio being Netflix in twenty nineteen produced more content, which is thirty-six thousand hours or four years of content. Four years of content, and that was more than an entire would movie say, industry. In would you say creating a series like a ten-part series is that hard? Is that harder, or is that harder than creating a movie? 
Depends, right? Uh, movies. Movies are usually much harder than a series. But but if if it's mm. if it's like docu series or like it's like a it's a high budget like Game of Thrones series or something, then it's different, right? But the average mm. like sitcom or drama and stuff not that high. I think effort. Yeah. But still insane mm. to think okay. it produced more than all movies that exist. So so the demand. Uh, the supply is insane, right? They're just shoving content yeah. Yeah. Um, that we've never really had that volume of before. So, because I guess now you can publication and distribution is is they own that as well, right? So there's no there's no problem or worry about that. Like you don't have to get into a movie theater yeah. or you don't have to get like a a channel to buy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's unhinged, which is kind of crazy. But yeah, that was mm. that was that's uh, yeah, some of our quick fire questions. I think on that topic, what what we wanted to show especially was kind of some stats on how alarming content consumption is. So there's been a popular term come that has come up recently, or like in the last five ten years. It used to be, it's called binging, right? And it used to be related to food or alcohol or things like that. And yeah. And it's and it and it maintains its 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 uh, presence today in things like media consumption and social media consumption, and the fact that you just consume content for no for no apparent reason other than just you know pleasure, boredom, or escapism, right? So I think what we wanted to discuss here was what are the implications of binge watching. How did it come about? Is our is our is our generation just a binge generation? Like drinking and do we just what do you think, JT? What's your experience with binging? What's my experience with binging? Um Is there anything you've ever binged before? I guess if you talk Is there anything? Uh Yeah, I think I think my first binge would be would be either Grey's Anatomy or Breaking Bad. I think that was so the TV first shows? experience where I just wouldn't I think so, yeah. I think it's harder for me to... Well, because they intentionally do that, right? The the content is intentionally there to call, to be on a cliffhanger. Yep. And then Netflix takes advantage of that by by making you skip the credits and they automatically play the next one so you just yep. get stuck to your seat. There's so many There's so many interesting like uh, tools that they've used for you to just make it easy to binge, right? Like... Like like you said, like skipping yeah. skipping the end credits, skipping the opening credits, autoplay. Like the fact that it just automatically plays from one episode to the other. Mm. Um that, that and, and I that and it, I remember like 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 I guess with, with people, like I think most people when it autoplays gets an automatic distaste. They're like, Oh no, I shouldn't be. They they, they feel guilty. But, but it's then when it playing. starts playing, it's already that's playing. When that, and then they're like, Oh, might as well yeah. and then you get and then you sit down for another another fifty minutes. Yeah. I think that's my first experience, especially in bed with the um, with the iPad. And it remembers, it remembers and where you've you left off. You just keep watching. You just keep watching. Mm, yeah, or like House of Cards. It just makes it so easy and so convenient, a, and that's the whole thing. It's a psychology and of I think it, right? Because like... of my Netflix binge. Yeah, because of my Netflix binge, I started binging on the food because yep. then true. I think it's all it's all Very about true. like mindfulness. It's like if you have this these like chocolate sticks or, or like, what do I say chocolate sticks or, because that's that's what I was watching um, I was watching uh, Lupin, Lupin Lupin yesterday Lapin. and then I was eating all the chocolate yeah. anyhow Lapin okay whatever Lupin I don't know but yeah good show good show yeah so, 
anyhow, so so th- that's that's a form of binge that I've I've been experiencing. I th- it, it it just invites the culture of binging and like and like you said, um, uh, mindfulness, right? I think I think that's that's the difference I've seen in the last few years with how I consume content. I used to like consume it and I'd watch it and I'd savor it and enjoy it the same way you would try to eat your food, right? You don't want to just like do it for no reason. But nowadays, mm. it's literally just yeah. like. I used to do the same about music as well, like really mindfully take it in. But nowadays, it's just I feel like in general that's what people are doing. They're just like blindly. Television nation, um, you know that you know that ad, but it was like a hypnotic screen. But yeah, that's just just how 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 I kind of see it. But but how, how like I think we've discussed this. I think we've discussed this before, right? And then we're talking about like the internet and whether it's like harmful. I'm sure binging stuff happened before, right? Like I think in the in the previous context, it was used in psychiatry, right? Let's think binge eating. Correct, right? So it turned. But that's also something. But that's also something that occurs in modern humans, right? You don't see. I don't. I would. I would highly doubt that a a a hunting a hunter gatherer human would be binge eating on all their food because no, if they, they do. They'll just die they, off, right? They wouldn't, they wouldn't be, eating be all able their to hold years yeah. worth of grain. Exactly. So I mean, binging, I think, is a very human thing. Like, like before, in pre- it would be binge eating, binge no, drink. But it's been c- encouraged by the by the recent s- convenience of everything. Right? Exactly, so and I think I think that's that's the important like we never, part. We never had so much excess of drinking, right? Yep, and I think that's the important part. What you said was convenience, right? So so tech companies. Like, like if you phrase the Netflix, the autoplays, the pick up where you left off, if you log in, the first thing you see is the last episode you saw, you know what I mean? Like, the, or continue watching. And all of these things seem like just, oh, this company is doing so well by the user. It's a great user mm. experience. It's great convenience. But in, in reality, it's also just little ways of them creating a drug, right? Like... Does does the customer always know what's right? Like the customer, does the customer always know what they want, and is what they want good for them? Surely, uh, binging TV shows during a pandemic has some severe consequences on your mental and physical health, right? On on the health side, yeah, that's probably something I I I I can. I think we can all attest to it, but then there's also some research that's been backing it up. And say in terms of, um, I guess there's like two models now, right? So I think Netflix disrupted the industry by by deciding to dump all their episodes into into the unlimited together, right? So when yeah, with um with House of Cards, that's probably another show I binged. Mm-hmm. They just released all episodes. Yep. And that's when that's when that's when the binge you want to fun- finish watching it because it's there's out. no restrictions. But then now some the other next. companies such as like Disney Plus with Mandalorian and stuff they phase it out every week just like how old TV channels used to do that right like old TV used to um, phase it out and then there'll always be a finale and then that would build some sort of hype right. Yep. So so with that actually, our brains think at the time that if we watch this and we binge watch it we'll get really happy because we want to know the answer to it yep but in fact if you interrupt your consumption and there's a few journal papers on this Mm -hmm. it actually makes us more enjoy the experience Mm -hmm. the uh so the happiness is um... like tv tv gone sorry is is 
is broke. No, no, the, the happiness is broken up because we we disrupt our. Uh, it's called hedonic ad- adaptation. Yep. Explain, explain so what that is. Because we break it up, that so hedonic adaptation is how you adapt. Your your happiness adapts to say like what you feel at the at the time. So you can hedonically adapt. To, so you can get a. So right now, say like I have a a small car, mm-hmm. and then I get a bigger car, and then I get like a. Um, a Lamborghini, but then my level of adaptation of my happiness is adapted to the Lamborghini. So yep, it's just oh yeah, is I don't this, know if I'm explaining it this well. It is a constant, a vicious kind of cycle, a chain that never really ends. Yeah, where you where you keep wanting more. Your your baseline of your your like point and of so, reference for happiness is always like upgrading or changing or uh, and it, it's and it can it's also downgrade to, too. You know, like oh, true, true. That makes sense. Yeah, I can also downgrade. So, like, say you say you fail a a driver's test, right? Mm. First time you feel quite shit, and then you fail the second time, you don't feel as shit anymore because you've been adapted to that baseline. So it works both ways. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, and so what they found in th- in this journal in this article is that if you actually watch TV commercials while watching TV, it actually makes it more positive. Because you build up that hype, you're like, oh fuck, I want to watch that next scene. I want to know what happens to, to John or whatever. Yeah, I. And so by breaking up that experience, you actually feel better. And so what, like a TV show with Netflix? Netflix probably says they don't want to do this, but with Disney Plus, and it also builds more like cultural hype around no, it. No, like I you think get more news articles around it. So like, say the I Mandalorian, think... you break yeah. it up into next week. You're like, oh shit, I'm so excited. I think that's the biggest part. I think a lot of a lot of this is missing is the cultural aspect of it. Um, when you have mm. pauses in between, right? Because what are TV yeah. shows? What are like media, media and stuff? You know, these are all just storytelling devices, right? Like humans have been telling stories forever, but it used to be a social thing. Yeah. Like you could only sit around a campfire or go to a movie theater and and uh, at all sit in front of the TV with your family at seven or something. But it's been coming progressively more and more antisocial. And the fact that you can't even mm. have breaks in between to kind of take it in and discuss with your friends. And that's half the enjoyment about storytelling and media consumption, right? Is is what other people make of it. It's not just like taking it for face value and then figuring it all out, getting someone to just paint it for you. Because that's not that's yeah. not the fun part. That's not the that's not the uh, social part of it. And and being s- sitting through the whole I I've realized my my conversations about something like Game of Thrones or, or Disney Plus shows like The Mandalorian I always have interesting conversations mm. because I can be like oh this is what I think this is what you think and then we find out together but yeah. with Netflix all I, I find myself doing with, with these shows that are released in bulk is like hey it's a good show and then they're like yeah and I'm like yeah great <laughs> there's not there's not much you mm, can really mm, mm. there's no room for your own perception of creativity it's not like reading a book anymore you know what I mean yeah yeah I feel like I feel like that's that's something that's a bit sad. But do you ever say like after a show or even like any after even at any after sports events? I I really like to go into the to the meta world and see how yeah, people react. Yeah, yeah, of course. I usually like watch people react on YouTube or like I just search the um, hashtags on Twitter yeah. or read the threads on Reddit because yeah. it's just really interesting. The first thing I do after because uh... you you want to know you want to know how other people feel, right? And I think yeah. it's a very social thing to be like I want to be part of the the um the narrative the mainstream view, yeah. Or I want to yeah. see if other people agree with me. And then and why shouldn't you, right? Because I honestly think it's such a social thing, even though it's it's now just nowadays this is becoming. Anti-social, I guess, but like, 
I, I after a football match after a sport I immediately go and check like what the newscasters are saying what, what podcasts are saying uh, same thing about like mm. Marvel TV shows and stuff because the meta world is so fucking big like so many people are obsessed with these uh but then that's that's how it's become, right? Is is that isn't that is that's the new norm, right? Instead of say like, they, you can say they're also our friends, could you not? Because because of this whole like, this new change of face to face. You know how people like oh YouTubers. <laughs> I thought this YouTuber was my friend because they're just talking to the video, right, to the screen, and you feel like you understand them. But is that just is that a real social interaction or friendship, or is that just more media consumption? Right, like, like, is that a real? Is that a real? Like, like, listening it to it with your friend and being like, "Nah, this guy's talking bull," or like, "Fuck, I, I don't agree," and then you start having a conversation. That's that's real. Like watching another review on it, even though it's it it's I don't I don't see anything wrong with it. I just don't think it replaces true, the true like campfire sort of purpose we all do media for. Because at the end of the day, you're still kind of listening and just taking in someone else's opinion. And that could kind of shape yours completely. And so are you really even like, you know... The world, I, I, I guess you're not forced to give your opinion, right? Exactly. You're just an observer you're just, at that You're just an observer. And I feel like, I feel like people mm-hmm. are just becoming more and more observers as time goes on. Like, back then when you didn't know something, you could have like your own perspective on things. But now... It's literally like the world has, has has the answer to everything, and yeah, no no room for discussion. And then you you find your own niche about your your opinion and stuff. Yeah, and and from trolls on the internet, and then you just so, so uh, here here are some stats. I guess this is how how like there there's a change in person personal and social habits. I, I'm not sure if you've done this before, or our listeners. So. This is the most common one. Stayed up all night to watch a show. That's a tick for me. Yep. Watched the new season within 24 hours. Yep. Mm, I, I haven't been that... I think... Oh, okay. Before... Because of this, actually. Uh, this is probably like a criticism of Netflix's release thing. With Lupin. Yeah. I knew it was released like a week ago. Yeah. But I had no urge to watch it because the cliffhanger that I watched from part one mm-hmm. had already disappeared. Right. I had no memory of it. Right. Um, there's even stats here that say that forty-five percent of eighteen to twenty-nine-year-olds cancel social plans to watch a show. See, fa la la la, la. or even watch the show at work. Hmm. Yeah. Like, like. In 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 a lot of ways, everything is becoming social media. Like, like TV and stuff. Like, literally, it was a physical problem. You couldn't actually, um go everywhere with it right like you couldn't physically watch tv everywhere you went and now it's just like you know the internet everything is like a social media platform you could just uh yeah you could watch it at work you could cancel your friends dinners mm. do you think it's escapism do you think it's what, what why so why in is, a way uh, it's just an why why do we even uh, because I, I don't I don't feel like the content makes most people happy. I think it's just mm. something that society is just I I don't think it's I don't think it's escapism mm. that seriously. Mm. Not like when we talked last time about gaming the, and um, stuff, yeah, yeah. About the 
player gaming player one. Yep. I don't. I don't think it's it's just escapism, and I, because people, I think, are are intentionally making. From what I've I've read about Netflix, it seems like people are intentionally watching shows. You know, I don't. I don't know if they. I don't know if they. They're, uh, they're using like people. I don't. I don't know if they. If not, I don't know if everyone intentionally watches shows. No, not intentionally watches, but they're like choosing time to to watch it. Yeah. As in, like, oh, it's it's Friday night tonight, and I want to stay home and watch Netflix. I don't think that's a type of escapism. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I just. I just. I just. I just think there has to be a reason why we're consuming more than ever right like i feel like have you have yeah have you, have you been on like dating apps or networking app? like when when you go to hobbies and stuff like that dude so many such a high percentage of it is just like netflix stay home chill watch movies like it's, I don't know if there's anything wrong with that. Is that but it's I just, haven't been on dating apps in a while, but is that is that the case? Is that yeah, what people yeah, put on yeah, their biographies? That's, that's what I'm noticing quite a lot, and I don't know if there's anything wrong with that. I'm not saying it's wrong or it's a bad thing. It's just... I feel like back in the day, there, there would have been a more... Ver, a, a variation of uh, unique answers in terms of what people do in their own time. But we're kind of, we're kind of uh, converging onto just this one company. And that's how much power they have. That's, I that's, wonder that's what kind you of... mean by unique. Do you, do, you, do you mean by unique? It's like, is, is Netflix like too mainstream for you to be like, oh, that's... Is, that, is it because is it because you, you rank Netflix down in the ladder? It's like, whereas you put something high in the ladder, like such as sports or adventurism, and that's no, like no. linked to uh, values? Unique meaning just having more variation. Like, no, there's no... There's no it's, it's not that Netflix is more superior or less superior than another hobby. It's not, that's not the case. It's a fact that Netflix appears ninety percent of the I, time. I think so. I I don't mind to say it. I think so. But okay, ne- Netflix appears like ninety percent of the time, whereas <laughs> other stuff doesn't. Like it never shows up. So like what I'm saying is there's a lack of variety in what people are doing nowadays, and that's how that's how much Netflix has people by the balls. And and soon it's going to be all these streaming sites. They just kind of have people by like, it's it's literally uh, so many hours a week they control your perception through media and your mind it's like it's well, a powerful is, right? position I, well the reason I, I think i think that's what i'm hearing from you is it's like netflix is stealing the time from people from doing other stuff such as other hobbies yeah yeah i i think so and so you're ranking netflix down on the list and something maybe i'm just i'm not trying to offend other people here no no so like, so like so knitting would be even higher than the list than that right? so so if if um if knitting or cooking took over everyone's time for something i would still have the same stance i'll be like yo why are we just like converging like humans we're also different and y- oh, oh, oh okay so so you're more of like a societal thing right <laughs> yeah, you're not yeah like you're not bothered by this one person who watches netflix. no i'm not i'm you're bothered by I'm, I'm bothered by that group everyone watching netflix correct I'm, I'm bothered that everyone has now succumbed to it because it's easy convenient you know what i mean like I don't know if, but but then, I, don't I don't know think, if I don't everyone... think like cooking or, or 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 like knitting is in that right because because you think Netflix is a passive thing whereas like something knitting I think it's a bit of a skill cooking's a bit of a skill like how about how about the fact that people are converging into chess because of the Queen's Gambit yeah that are you bothered that, by that that died after a while yes I am because I feel like 
why people converge is because of social trends. Like, I don't know that everyone actually enjoys watching shows that much. It's just that they do it because it's like a social convergence. Everyone does it. And it's like, are you that much of a buff? Like a movie buff? Like a show buff? Maybe you're not, right? Like, yeah. You're just doing so, it just So it's because. just movies, right? It's, it's just passive stuff, right? I mean, I, I'm... I, I don't I don't care what the action is. I just think if you're doing something because it's the lazy answer in terms of like oh everyone else is doing it. And, it, and I don't know if that will really make you happy. Yeah. What what about like how our boys all boys converge to football? They converge to other sports and stuff. But most boys Converge to football, right? And then think is so? that the lazy thing to do because you really enjoy it? I feel like I feel like in 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 when you're growing up, everyone converges to what societal norms are, right? Like boys like sports, mm. uh, things like that. When you're growing up, it's very impressionable. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would have to think about this a bit more, to be honest. Like. It's complex. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that was a trend that it was part of their personality to be watching Netflix and putting it on their Tinder bios. It's it's uh it's just well, it's I didn't just uh that was the case. It's just the hobbies people select, right? Like increasingly increasingly becoming more uh Is that is that attractive? Anyway, um I feel like we can go to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> um you wanna take the next <laughs> Like I don't want to offend nobody. I don't want to offend nobody. <laughs> we are aware that that John has some, um, for f- favorite listeners. All right, stop, 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 on stop, the stop, show stop. That listens to John's <laughs> ideas and comments. <laughs> What's the next question, JT? <laughs> I shouldn't have used that example. I should have said something else. <laughs> okay, okay, just a quick one, I guess. Um. Um, and I think we've touched on parts of this already. Yeah. Um, just a few thoughts, and then and then we'll end it here. I think that's um, that's our episode soon. But the question is, um, so the the two different models that we were listening about, um, such as uh, um, Netflix and how it started off as a disruptive, say, industry kind of thing because it just suddenly released all its episodes into the into the into the other and then we all started watching that and then that seemed like to be the model to be and then because it was kind of annoying that you had to tune in at 8 p.m every day to watch Grey's Anatomy on a Friday mm-hmm. was Netflix is is Netflix truly disruptive John with its data personalization and everyone has its own shows oh that's 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 a good point that you brought up like um in in terms of um its core business being like oh, uh, watch when you want sort of thing I feel like that's just a natural evolution that was about to happen anyway and it's basically TV unhinged mm. like unregulated TV uh, which is kind of like YouTube yeah. has started that wave and then Netflix is continuing it but what you mentioned about like the, the data personalization mm. the, um, the the way the algorithm works and stuff and all um, that's that's very impressive that's um, that's something I can't deny is very innovative um it's it's in my eyes daylight uh daylight drug distribution 
basically just um getting as much algorithm getting your data your algorithm to get as much data on why people are addicted to you and then make, making them more addicted right so like um it's very impressive because it works but um i feel like innovation needs to come with nowadays i feel like we need a shift i think we talked about this in our podcast before like one of our podcasts before we need to shift the way we look at value and innovation from companies like nowadays we just oh we would be like you're innovative because you have x number of users so you make x amount of money but like i feel like the whole the whole yeah. cause needs to be accounted for like the that's the easy they're doing the easy part making people addicted to shows and stuff but like doing it in yeah. a sustainable consumer friendly way creating all these like downstream problems which is a big problem right and not addressing those or like not making it sustainable they're just running away from the bigger problems right the tv already tv already introduced these problems yeah yeah so are they innovative in terms of making money i just don't yeah. know how this can happen like but mm. are they innovative for like you know just solving media's biggest problems um they did one thing i'll give them credit yeah. for is they definitely open up um in terms of their own originals they definitely open up uh inclusivity a lot right like you see all types of races mm. sexual orientations um women led shows you see all yeah. these kind of things get a lot more mainstream action that I, yeah. that for me is the most innovative thing they've done even like i think if you read one of their um publications from netflix yep. they say there's no one thing as a netflix show there are 33 million different versions of netflix and i think that's really true that is true i think that is what true. you raised earlier about the and with the, with the donut episode episode f- five episode four yep. episode four the the donut episode um I, I think this should be the case and i i unfortunately I don't have any ideas for this but somehow these companies should be caring about their their health impact on people and also their sustainability impact well first of all the the health impact is the mental health and the sleep and the addiction i think this creates downstream problems to the health system yeah and the second thing and this is something that elon musk brought to light he he recently said that tesla is not going to take bitcoin anymore because bitcoin mining takes a lot of energy sustainability yeah even though it's because we we don't see we don't see the mining right and, and then because that eventually the energy comes from a a coal mine or an electricity grid or whatever yep the same thing for netflix i think netflix at, at its a good peak point. takes up like 10% of internet traffic in the world oh wow they have nothing to they they don't they don't have to pay for that right Someone yeah, has to that's, pay, that's true. and it's that's in, true. and it's within the cycle. But the cycle is not within Netflix. That's true. It's the yeah. same thing for like Amazon. Like I think with a lot of these companies, like like even like Nestle, they're just not held accountable. They just provide the product of the of the water bottle yeah. and the water. But they're not but in charge of what happens. They're next. in the market of creating the plastic. Yep. They're con- I, I don't know how that. I don't. I can't. I I can't give you the solution to it. Like, how can they make it as part of their? Unless they're forced to like to, to deal with the pl- with that plastic, I feel like that's that's where we need to move. And the same to, thing for Netflix in this case. Like that's where we need to move to eventually, mm. right? Now, especially with like tech companies have such a big control of everyone's lives. I feel like it's more like mm. co- how much companies um, affect us is more than ever, because like before this, it wasn't. It was just like that. They we bought goods from them. That's that's what a, a relationship between a company and a customer was. You bought, 
goods, you bought financial goods, you bought all these kind of things that are just like consumables. But now you have these tech companies and they're running the way we work, we date, we socialize. I feel like now that is when you step in and be like, okay, we need to really because they're creating ten million, they're solving one problem, creating ten, and like you said with 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 a uh, with um. Uh, the environment and, and and Bitcoin and stuff. You're solving uh, fiat currency issues, but you're creating even more wastage. So like, <coughs> and, and then you Sorry, just don't throat. care about it because it's it's out of your control. Basically. Yeah, these 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 companies are not held accountable to their externalities, right? They're, that's the economic term. Uh, mm, mm, mm. Um, all the consequences, the social cost of the actions, right? And and I feel like I don't know whether this will ever to happen. To be fair, it's hard to it's hard to quantify, and it's probably hasn't been quantified before. It 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 there's there's some cases where it has, um, and and some states tried to implement it, but mm. yes, it's very hard to quantify. Like, or oh, X amount of mental health problems were caused by you know, but there should be yeah. there should be some kind of uh, responsibility there, and if and if money is the only way these companies respond. And there should be some kind of tax that gets charged yeah. to these companies and then gets distributed to solve that problem. Like the government needs to step in and be like, we'll solve the problem because these companies are not gonna, but we're using their money to do it. It's maybe something like that, right? But um Yeah. But yeah, very, very interesting. Very interesting topic. And and especially I just feel just especially how deep these companies are in our I think more than ever. Um, they're they're deep in within our lives, so you know they control. So they have the power to change all this stuff, right? They they yeah, just. They, they, I think they do. I've always it's thought it's not profitable, and, and I I wonder if if it's hmm. maybe give them. I've I've always thought yeah, like but... whether companies should have a sustainability officer as part of their as part of their um their C suite their, uh, their board. Yeah. yeah, I mean things things. Obviously, like um, uh, energy companies and uh, fast-moving good companies, I feel like they need sustainability officers and divisions, right? Like, that's just that's just that's just it almost has to. You know, how, like bank bank companies have um, what are they forced to have um, those like regulation? What are they agencies and stuff like? Those those teams those teams within the thing about like, like trust or or oh, like S- financial security or something like the SEC or something like. Uh, I mean that's that's within within their own brand. Oh, they must oh need like stuff like to yeah, do yeah, that yeah. To overwhelm. yeah 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 yeah, like the risk control teams. And but stuff then they like become that. they 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 don't have much respect, do they? Um, I'm not that one. I'm not too sure. But I get what you mean. Like like mm, control okay. the 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 yeah. drop off internally as well, and. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and how Netflix does that? Well, that's that's tough. But like, because I think I think it's more of a mental health sort of issue. But, I but you do to be fair have been seeing it with companies surprisingly, smartphone companies like Apple and Google and stuff like that. They yeah. they've been establishing uh digital well being and screen on time as initiatives, right? Yeah, yeah. I wonder why. You know, you know. I feel like it's easier for them because they're hardware producers. They're not. They're their mm. main revenue streams don't come from 
uh, usage of the phone, but it comes from purchase of the phone. Yeah. Whereas all the software companies, it comes from usage. Like, subscription-based models and stuff. I just don't understand what exactly their value... Like, it's just to build a good image? What, the uh, wellness? Because it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it used to be always in your own hands, right? Like, oh, if it's your own health. You gotta... If you want to detox, or even right now, like if you want to, it's your choice on whether you download Facebook. Or yeah. It's your choice whether to download Instagram. Yeah. I mean, I think. But on like, um, I think I think they're riding the wave of. Uh, they see mental health and well-being as a well-being huge and healthness as a yeah. huge market. Not Industry, not. Yeah. As in as in. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. That that must be the yeah. end. It's yeah. it's not so much that oh we want to look. It is a good PR stunt. It is, but everyone does it, so it's not really doesn't really matter. But I think they've realized like health wellness and stuff is a huge market i can sell them mm. my app yeah. i can sell you now my apple watch to take care of like a certain part to of con- wellness to connect with the health yeah my sleep yeah. my sleep my digital well-being i can i can sell you other products to no 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 it's for the data so they can understand your sleep yeah and, yeah and then it could feeds into their apple tv or whatever and, and dude all the the data drives <laughs> the data drives their like hardware decisions and stuff and all like or the feet new features yeah, yeah new features yeah, yeah, yeah. on uh, the phone yeah. or the or your watch or your and they've realized people have been downloading like meditation apps or they're yeah. downloading like screen time stuff yeah. so that they need to jump on top of it and do it themselves yeah yeah okay that that must be it i feel i, <laughs> I feel it's always it's always going to be profit driven so maybe instead of taxing companies uh subsidize companies for doing a good thing like if you manage to reach something a milestone mm. or like a, a good point in time you make it easier for that company compared to its competitors mm. to get an advantage in their market Maybe that's maybe that's the more yeah yeah but yeah anyway I think I think that was good uh, we divert we 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 kind of we kind of went off yeah. on a little tangent there um, I think yeah. I think we might have to I think there's a lot to say we might have to have a topic on uh, value and holding companies accountable JT oh. at some point yeah sure love to have that yeah. i think i think also this is um part one of this tech disruption series and uh thank you for some listener feedback from uh brian all the way from somewhere in southeast asia i won't <laughs> tell where and yeah i think in the next coming episodes we'll be talking about twitch um like streaming um as as a form of tech disruption and as a new form of media we'll think about some topics to talk about there but um, that's been you it for do this time. We're still in the 2000s. So this has been That'd Netflix. be interesting. Mm. Yeah, this, this, this. Uh... Yeah. So, um, if Melissa, you're out there, Melissa. Um, yeah, enjoy this episode. <laughs> I hope. Um, or... <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Catch you guys. Karen, Catch... I don't know. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> uh, yeah. This, this, <laughs> this, this, this has <laughs> been Dare to Know. Uh, catch you in the next one. Yeah.